Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Mahatma Gandhi once said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Brigitte Dia and today the theme for our show is the gift of volunteerism. And I'm Maria Wong. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Today we are reading a chapter from our signature book, Be The Star You Are by Teens, written by Cynthia Bryan with 38 contributors. This chapter is The Gift of Volunteerism by Elise Kolnoski, a former teen volunteer with Be The Star You Are. All right, so here's the gift of volunteering. Volunteering lifts my mood because I know that I have helped someone else. It is surprising that I enjoy volunteering so much, since my first volunteer job was actually a punishment from my parents. Little did they know that it would lead me to find a new hobby that I really enjoy and continue doing today, even though that punishment has long been completed. One of the most memorable places where I have volunteered was an assisted living facility. I was assigned to be the bingo caller and to lead the weekly craft project. Bingo was easy, and I was a brilliant caller. Then it was time for a craft project. Our assignment for the week was to create a mock stained glass box using tissue paper plus a cornstarch and water mixture. The elderly participants and I were having a great time talking, laughing, and enjoying one another's company. I was having difficulty making my box because sticky globs of mashed up tissue paper coated my fingertips and my hands kept fusing together. Two of the participants, Janice and Frank, were especially amused at my inability to fashion a container as they quipped jokes, most of them at my expense. Their boxes were beautiful, as were everyone else's. What was my problem? Although they encouraged me to keep at it, I was quite embarrassed because I was supposed to be the leader of the craft project, yet I was the one having trouble. Frank examined the box of cornstarch, quote, quote, that I had been using in my mixture. He looked at it and then looked at me and then burst out laughing. I couldn't figure out what was so funny, but Janice also burst into giggles when Frank showed her the box. Sweetie, this is a cornstarch, Janice managed to say between gasping with glee. It's actually the fast-drying, super-adhesive glue we use for fixing ceramic figurines. You are pasting your fingers together. That's why you're having so much trouble with your project, Frank explained. I looked at both of them, then the box, in stunned disbelief. I cracked up. What an idiot I was to have not, not even noticed. They started laughing again, and their joy at my blunder made the day so worthwhile. Next week, before the craft started, they came up to me to thank me for the fun of the previous week. Frank and Janice explained that before my arrival, both of them had endured a challenging, unhappy few days. My little goof had lifted their spirits and 
provided entertainment. They taught me that, that laughing at our mistakes can make a difference. I thought I'd volunteer to assist the elderly, but they were the ones who helped me learn to roll with the punches and not take myself so seriously. Volunteering is like giving away a piece of yourself, only to have it returned to you in an even better condition and twice as valuable as it had originally been. Volunteering gives you a feeling of peace and makes you smile. Volunteering brightens everything you do because you get that feel-good sensation when you know that you have helped someone else. Volunteering offers you the opportunity to change people's lives, including your own. It's also a great way to meet people, make new friends, and be exposed to different aspects of life. When we help others, we feel really great about ourselves. How do you find what is the best volunteer position for you? Ask yourself what it is that you really enjoy. If you like reading, creating crafts, playing with kids, rescuing animals, building houses, delivering meals, raising money for cancer research, feeding the homeless, or even working on a political campaign, there is a nonprofit organization or charity who will welcome your involvement. The possibilities are endless. Volunteering is also a great way to learn new skills. It's like taking a course for free or trying on a job before you decide a career path. Volunteering also helps us forget about our own problems for a while and focus our attention on making a difference in the world. Find an organization you believe in. When you like the work, the organization likes you and you'll have a good match. An incredible growing experience awaits you. Enjoy. So one of the exercises is making a difference. How do you find volunteer opportunities? Visit the Career Center at school and check for openings. Advisors are always happy to help you find an appropriate cause or go online and use a free service like volunteermatch.com, which is what I did. When you contact the charity, ask the volunteer coordinator. Be prepared to tell him or her about yourself. Here are a few questions that are usually asked. Do you know about our organization and mission? Why do you want to volunteer? What are your special skills? How do you think you can serve? How many hours are you willing to volunteer? Do you have transportation? And what are your interests and why have you chosen our charity? You also may ask them questions about their expectations and explain how you hope to benefit from the experience. If you feel you have a good fit with the organization, start volunteering. They may, there may be a learning curve, so make sure to show up several times before trying a different organization. Uh, many schools today require a certain number of community service hours before you graduate, and volunteering teaches responsibility, looks great on your college applications, and is impressive for job interviews. Most of all, you will have the satisfaction that you are doing your part to give back to your community. And we've got a quote from our very own founder, Cynthia Bryant. The paradox of life is that the more we serve others, the more we serve ourselves. And I just think that's brilliant. That's how um, that really describes life and how really incredible humanity is. Because I've heard a statement where um, if we benefit others or if we help others, it really just makes us feel good about ourselves. And I definitely think that the chapter that we just read is really an example of that and about how volunteering can really just make you feel good about yourself as well as other people and really raise your mood for the day or for the week or however long you're volunteering. And that's just a great part about volunteering and all people should do it more often. No, I totally agree. I think volunteering is so so rewarding for the reasons you mentioned. And just um, as she mentioned at the bottom, um, especially for me as a senior with college applications, volunteering always looks great on that. But I think it's so cool is when you actually volunteer, it's such a feel good sensation, as she said. And you, if you want to write about it, it's something you become really passionate about because you always are left sort of with an impact or impression of how you were able to change somebody's life and how that made you think about life differently or give you a new perspective. 
which I think is just so cool about volunteering, especially here um, with Express Yourself and Be the Star You Are. Yeah, yeah. I think our program is definitely amazing because, first of all, you get to kind of meet people from all around, right? It's no, definitely. Volunteers. Yeah. Yeah, like across, like, our, I think... Um, our lead host, Asia, Asia lives in like Colorado and I'm over here in California and like, whoa, you know, there's so many different people that I can, I can just meet without, you know, without this program, I wouldn't be able to meet them. And it's definitely a great opportunity to be able to work with a lot of people in my community and kind of just really help out and make sure that my town or wherever I live is just really functioning properly and kind of helping out people who need that help. And what's funny is the chapter mentioned something about uh, political campaigning, which I always, uh, I also do as nice. well. And I think, yeah, it's re- it's really cool. Like stuff like political campaigning, or you could, I don't know, intern or volunteer at a hospital hospital or something like that it really also gives you kind of like on the job experience right you get to learn how campaign is run you get to learn how a hospital works and I think that's also a good part about volunteering is really getting to know the components of your community and knowing how they work and I think that's pretty cool no exactly not only getting to know the community but also yourself and what you want to do like um, let's say working at a hospital isn't for you then you know in advance rather than majoring in bio or something than going to med school and realizing maybe working at a hospital isn't for me getting that experience and being able to help others in that process is just really cool I think it it's just Mm -hmm. a continuous cycle that helps everybody like in the making yeah exactly like you know you've got you've got the community community benefits and and then you as an individual also benefits uh both from like feeling or like feeling good about yourself and then also you know you've got a kind of an idea of what you're going to go into and what you're going to avoid and yeah like um because again political interning and stuff political campaigning um I didn't really know that I wanted to go maybe in a political direction until I worked on some of these campaigns and I was like whoa this is actually really cool you know I like I like going door to door I like talking to people about, about the issues that matter to them and you know it's something that I might think about doing in the future and that really volunteering really kind of gave me that pathway and I think it's just personally it really affected me like who I volunteered with what I did and then be the star you all are is also great because I I can kind of like develop in a literary sense and then you've got express yourself this great program that BTSYA offers and that also kind of you know pushes your public speaking skills and really kind of you know, pushes your creativity to the max. And I think that's just perfect, right? You know, exactly. Volunteering is great for everybody. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whether oh, yeah, it's ETYSA <laughs> or express yourself. Um, but I think that's really cool how you were sort of able to find like your path with political careers. What campaign are you actually working on? Oh, uh, right now I'm actually doing the um, Ro Khanna for Congress campaign. Uh, he's California Senator. Yeah, District 17. And... and um, the you know it's a really personal campaign and so I get to talk with the staff members and the campaign manager who you know tells me how everything works like the other day I had a question about like why do a lot of political organizations not double endorse like endorse two people and so yeah. you know I was like this is how it works works you know like if you endorse two people it means a certain thing in the pol- uh, the political world and then I was like whoa you know I gleaned this new information and it helped me understand like next 
time I sit down at a political meeting and I'm listening to these people endorse only one person, I don't get like unnecessarily angry over like, oh my God, how undemocratic. <laughs> You know, like how undemocratic, but it's not actually the case. It's actually very like put together in a kind of chess piece like way. So I think that's definitely one aspect of volunteering that's really kind of <laughs> aided me both emotionally and <laughs> mentally as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think politics and, and yeah, it's, just themselves can sometimes be confusing. So being able to volunteer for something, be more informed about it is just so great also. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like all kinds of volunteering is like that, you know, everything, hospital, this program especially is really cool. And so, yeah, this was an awesome chapter to illustrate everything that especially Be The Star You Are stands for. Kind of we embrace the benefits of volunteerism. Uh, We are out of time, but it was wonderful to discuss the power of volunteerism. And during the break, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for Be The Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Maria Wong. Support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, go to bethestarur.org and follow our blog. Again, this website is bethestarur.org. Don't go anywhere as we continue our talk about the gift of volunteerism. The later it gets, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting, inspiring program. I'm Brigitte Gia, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. This week's topic is the gift of volunteerism. And I'm Maria Wong. Joining us today is our lead host and a reporter, Asia Gonzalez. Hi, Asia. Hey, guys. So today's topic was volunteerism, and that brought up the idea of the charity that I have connected to my business. And... When you think of volunteerism, it's kind of a, it's really a broad subject because volunteerism is actually different for everybody because you could be volunteering for something at the place you work at, or you could be volunteering at a local shelter, or you could just be, uh, you could take volunteerism to a whole new level. And what I mean by that is using your small business um, as a way to give back to your communities. And I use my small business to volunteer in a couple different ways. Uh, One of the ways is with my business, I've connected my nonprofit organization to give back to my community. 
She is Worth It is a non a nonprofit preventative awareness campaign against human trafficking. And we spread awareness about this crime of human trafficking to everyone we possibly can to bring down the numbers of children that are being sexually exploited. And with that, it doesn't necessarily bring in a profit, and it's really for everybody else's benefit, which is a way that I think of it as volunteering for your community. Because when you have your small business, you know, you have your community giving to you by supporting you, helping you get the profit that you need, helping you get the awareness that you need out about your business. And the way you can give back to your community is creating something like a nonprofit or just doing some humanitarianism to help your community and give back in that way. Uh, and another way that I've had um, some volunteerism in my life is with the charity ICE, um, I've been able to speak to groups of students about this danger to help them understand and become more aware about this because in reality not a lot of people know about what goes on and what the logistics are of human trafficking and it's actually very very prominent and not a lot of people understand what it is they don't really understand that this is in our country it's actually more prominent in our country than it is anywhere else because we are wow uh yeah we are actually a major hub you know we um, are, are a country where people will take these kids from different companies I mean not different companies, different countries and they will traffic them through uh, America to other different countries and it's very very sad to think that America is actually uh, the biggest hub for it because you really wouldn't think that that would be so prominent here in America so whenever I talk to other mm-hmm. people about this kind of thing it really shocks them that America is one of the biggest areas for child sex trafficking, and some of the biggest states are um, California, there's Mm. Texas, Um, I think another one is North Carolina, and Florida are some of the biggest uh, states that have the most human trafficking with children, and uh, Arizona is also a huge one down in Phoenix. Another mm-hmm. huge area for human trafficking is actually really big events like political events, uh, the Super Bowl, uh, just really big sports events because we have these people who are super rich um, and they have the ability to, you know, buy these people and um, exploit them mm-hmm. for their own benefit. And it's so sad when you think about this kind of thing because you wouldn't expect that to happen in that sort of area or at some sort of event like that, but it's actually really, really popular. Uh, So what we do with my uh, charity is we take the preventative awareness and we spread spread it around as much as we can through Facebook, Twitter, um, any sort of social media outlet we can get to and get our hands on. We try and create this awareness and this information and tell people about it as much as we possibly can. On the Facebook page, what we do is we send out alerts about children that are missing. It's called Missing Monday. And we Mm -hmm. send out alerts and information about children who are missing so people don't forget. And people are reminded every day, like, hey, keep an eye out or do the best you can, you know, volunteer your time to go help look for these kids. And, uh, you know, we just try and get this out as much as possible. And also with the business that I have, uh, I've been able to join a entrepreneurship group called Independent Youth. And we do symposiums where we go and talk to these kids uh, that are juniors and seniors in high school. And we talk to them about, you know, starting dreams, 
starting up passions that they have and turning those dreams and passions into realities. And it's all about teaching them how to create a small business if they really had the passion to do that. Or even if it just wasn't a small business, it could be something like going after a new job offer or, you know, trying to get yourself promoted in a new business. It's really about promoting yourself and knowing what your skill set is and not being afraid Mm -hmm. to go after something like that. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. And like, you know, like these, these, a lot of kids are kind of scared to start up everything, right? They're kind of scared yeah. to go out into the world and really join the workforce. And I know some kids who are like, oh, I don't want to volunteer there. You know, like, what if I'm bad for the job? Exactly. And it's great that you're able to, yeah, you're able to like encourage people to actually do this because I think definitely there is a lot of benefits to youth joining the workforce mm-hmm. or volunteering. And it's really, it's really good to kind of have it's that push yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And going back to your point, Rashid, mm-hmm. just like saying like, even if I'm bad at it, I think like that's even more reason to try it just because to see like if it is yeah. something like that you'd really enjoy or not. And every time about this, like in the last segment also, but just like, I think the symposium mm-hmm. is great just to sort of like express your ideas and see like what you really want to do and sort of streamline mm-hmm. it or gain new ideas and insight. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And like, I think um, for me personally, I, oh, what happened? I, I kind of wanted to volunteer at a hospital for a little bit, and I talked mm-hmm. to my friend about it, and, you know, she was like, oh, this is what you have to do, this is how you get into the program, this is how you volunteer, and I think definitely talking to friends as well is, like, a really great resource, because they've also done, you know, volunteering and stuff, and they can kind of direct you, you know, to places that you kind of want to go, mm-hmm. so then you have, you have this voice, um, you have, like, people like Asia, right? who are like pushing pushing the youth towards these careers and towards volunteering and then that can yeah, exactly. further spread throughout the community right and talk about all these all these like opportunities and kids can spread that amongst themselves and I think that's really great yeah and this sim- last symposium that we had earlier this month was actually an awesome turnout yeah you know, I've been there for about three years and I've done the symposiums three years in a row down in St. Louis and you know they were all really good turnouts you know the, the students were having such a great time and they were having you know they were getting inspired and they were just so upbeat and energetic about it but there was just something mm-hmm. about this last symposium that we did in the beginning of October that just really amped it up and it was like the best symposium that we've had so far and uh, most of the time these students come in, and they hear us talk for about half an hour and they're just sitting there wondering why this person is even here. But this <laughs> time, what, which is the point of why they had teens come in and speak instead of adults speaking? Because most of the time mm-hmm. when you have an adult speaking to you as a student, you're kind of just like, okay, whatever. And you kind of just want to zone out, which, you know, it's yeah. not a good thing yeah. and it kind of sucks, but that's just how it is. But when you get a teen to talk to other teens and another group of students it's relatable you know you can have the students relate to you a lot better because they see this kid who's almost the same age as they are and they're able to relate to that person because they see them doing something that they dream of doing and they're like oh well since this kid is 15 16 uh whatever age they are that kid that student Mm -hmm. is able to relate to them and be like since they're doing something like this at my age I can do it too and if I work hard enough I can get there which is exactly what the symposiums are for. We get these juniors and seniors in high school and we teach them about networking. We teach them about personal branding, how to get yourself out there, how to start up a business, you know, what resources you need. And this year I had a workshop for my students and we worked on networking Mm -hmm. and creating a brand for yourself and 
expressing your self-confidence. And it was so fun because the students loved it. We had so many activities during the sessions. We had so many ways for all of the kids to like get together in, in groups and talk mm-hmm. with each other. Because most of the time when you're sitting in the room with the students, there's just chairs. And they're kind of just sitting there listening to you talk. So instead, I got... I did it myself. I actually took all the chairs in the room and just pushed them to the back and created this giant space in front of the room. Wasn't sure if I was allowed to do that, but I kind of did it anyway. Um, (laughs) I was really hoping that the people at the university weren't going to come in and yell at me, but I did it anyway. And I had all of the kids kind of stand Mm -hmm. in the middle of the room and we all just did like all these awesome activities and they were actually talking to each other even if they didn't know each other which is also what I was trying to teach them that even if you don't know that person you should still be talking with them and networking with them and creating relationships and connections because that's pretty much what the business world is all about creating connections uh, relationships trying to get as many people to know who you are as possible because that was one thing that I was talking to them about is um It doesn't really matter who you know, it's who knows you, how many connections know who you are and how many people know what you and your business um, are all about. So that was what was really um, kind of emphasized at the symposium this year. And I do this because I absolutely love building up others and inspiring them, especially teens, because I know not a lot of teens out there are really motivated to do awesome things and you know a lot of us are going through a lot of hard stuff because as teenagers we have so much pressure on us you know to do awesome things by the time we're like 20 and there's so much pressure on all of us that when you have somebody who's the same age as you rooting you on and saying pretty much you can do it if you just put your mind to it it really helps them become motivated and inspired and this gives me so much joy because when I get to help younger kids be who I get to help them you know be who they dream to be Because that actually used to be me. I used to be this little 13-year-old girl wondering what the heck I was going to do with my life and who I was going to be. And I had all these dreams and I didn't know what I was going to do with that. So once I figured out what I was doing, I had this path laid out before me. I was able to start my own business. I was able to start traveling the world and, and speaking. And now I'm on this radio show, you know, talking with you guys, you know, speaking to a bunch of other teams who are listening to this station, which is really so awesome. And one of the things that I would really like to emphasize if, is if you're thinking of starting a small business, definitely think about how you can give back to your community because the community that you're in right now is helping you get you started. You know, you're on social media, you have all these people rooting you on, seeing what you're doing, and they're supporting your business by buying your product or spreading awareness about mm-hmm. it. So if you can, definitely think about ways to give back to your community. And even if it's not, with a small business, if you don't have a small business, think of ways that you can build each other up as as people, you know. You don't have to be somebody huge to make a difference. You can be this kid on social media. You can be this kid at school that goes around uh, passing out flyers or passing out, you know, positive notes. Just something that will build people up. And you can volunteer your time that mm-hmm. way. It doesn't have to be anything huge, really. Yeah, yeah, that's honestly like your entire message is incredible. Like that's, you know, you want to go out there and help people and that's beautiful. And I really I really agree with you definitely uh giving back to the community where you started is kind of really a big mm-hmm. thing that yeah. you know, you want to be able to do. You want to kind of, you know, it gave you so much and you just want to return that favor. And so 
So thank you so much, Asia, for this amazing conversation. You're equally as good a reporter as you are a host. <laughs> and, thank you. Uh, during the break, everyone, yes, yes, you're awesome. Thank you for being here with us this week. And so during the break, everyone, be sure to check out our brand new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more information. Also, please visit our charity site at bethestarur.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash bethestarur. Stay right here as we continue our discussion on volunteerism. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Show the world your smile. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving a youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the gift of volunteerism. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Maria Wong. For this segment, we are with Katie Chu with Aim to Shoot. Hi, everyone. I'm Katie, the reporter for Aim to Shoot, which is all about careers. And today I'm going to be talking about how volunteering can play a role in our futures and our careers. So... No matter where you live and what kind of community you're in, there are lots of opportunities for volunteering because every field, every area, everyone could use an extra hand and people of all ages can benefit from providing service to others. So how can volunteering be incorporated into our futures? Well, the first and most obvious is, though a lot of people don't quite realize it sometimes, one can have a nonprofit career and still make money. So that's the most obvious um, choice, and I'll explain that later. But another choice would be volunteering or working for a nonprofit organization while taking a break from your education or work. So it's not only helpful as a change in scenery, but it's 
more an opportunity to confirm or disprove that you're headed in the right direction. I volunteer at the Stanford Valley Care Hospital and our previous volunteer director volunteered with us and took responsibility for the volunteer program for a couple years before deciding to go to medical school. So he basically um, had the opportunity to be around patients, to see what doctors do, to really decide whether he wanted to go to medical school or not. So volunteering can be a really a great opportunity for you to confirm whether you're going toward the right direction or whether that career field that you've been thinking about suits you. So obviously, volunteering has a lot of other benefits and importance. It's not only a way to decide whether you're headed in the right direction, but it's really a way um, to receive the rewards of service that go way beyond monetary payment. For example, you get that personal satisfaction and that deeper understanding of community when you're helping around and volunteering with other individuals. And also, um, volunteering with an organization can definitely help you develop a network of contacts that can be useful in the future when searching for jobs and a lot of other benefits. And obviously, one of the greatest benefits is you can get new skills and a lot of important experiences. Wherever you live and when, you, when you're in a community, there are obviously things that you can't see and things that you can't experience within your vicinity. And volunteering can give you the opportunity to do that without having quite the pressure or other factors that you may have to consider in other regions. So as a high schooler, obviously, a lot of kids just volunteer for community service hours to graduate or to go to a college. But there is definitely other benefit from providing selfless service. Kids feel a lot more confident, like they're involved in community. And of course, it adds depth to college applications and helps you um, gain perspective. So some local local opportunities for volunteering could be something like open heart kitchen or volunteering at a hospital. But really an easy way to get to volunteering is school clubs like Red Cross and Interact. And if you want to reach out even farther, you could also volunteer at organizations like Be The Star You Are or other organizations that really reach out to places beyond your local area. And of course, if you are a high schooler or even in college, you can always consider volunteering abroad. And some organizations would include Global Glimpse, Cross-Cultural Solutions, and some schools do provide programs and support organizations that help you go abroad safely and be able to volunteer there. I've heard that a lot of kids come, um, come back from these experiences and say that it's the most powerful experience they've had throughout high school. And I can imagine that it can definitely be an eye-opening experience, allowing you to see things that you can't see around you when you're at home or just in your local community. And if you want to volunteer more, you can also talk to counselors and peers. Since a lot of people do volunteer in some way, you can always get connected to some kind of organization through your friends and the people around you. So this doesn't only apply to high school, but obviously volunteering is a great thing for college students, too, who can establish their work experience in a field or build a substantial network of contacts, which can help you for, for throughout your entire future and career. And as an adult, obviously, like I mentioned before, it can be a great way to, for a change of um, scenery or to make sure you're going the right direction. 
and helps you keep a current resume with experience and gives you really the sense of pride and community um, and as if you're contributing to the society in a more direct way as an adult so that you're fulfilling your true potential as a member of community. And to find volunteer nonprofit organizations outside of school, you can always go to a lot of great websites. For example, greatnonprofits.org has a long list of nonprofit organizations that just want more volunteers and, of course, would appreciate your help. So why volunteer at all, like in addition to these, um, to these benefits? Well, like I mentioned before, it guides you in the right direction and helps shine a light on your interests. For example, if you're into social or legal services, there are actually lots of organizations out there that provide legal aid, individual and family services, job training. And as a volunteer, you could provide administrative help for social service offices. And there are a lot of volunteer organizations at senior centers and a lot of people, um, a lot of people who work at community projects and organizations. But obviously, outside of social and legal services, there's arts and culture programs. For example, I know a lot of friends who um, play in orchestras or sing or perform in some way for senior centers, for the disabled, for children, and you can also teach um, these children and elderly by. Um, being part of these arts and culture organ nonprofit organizations. And if you're into health services, obviously, hospital organizations, clinics, you can volunteer in other healthcare organizations. And there you can visit and entertain patients or see what doctors do and sort of gain a lot of knowledge. And all the volunteer organizations expand way beyond this. And these are just some examples, but obviously, Volunteering covers a wide range of areas and fields, and you can really explore your interests by volunteering. But since I am talking about careers, I'm also, I can also give some advice about going from volunteer to employee. So as a volunteer, obviously, you're more um, contributing what you can to a cause and not maybe fully devoted to it. So yeah, you can become a volunteer, be, be a volunteer, and then become an employee. For example, a volunteer experience can often lead to more involvement in a cause and eventually even um, earn you a long-term career in that field. Turning the drive you feel during volunteering and the devotion and like that personal satisfaction you feel into a structured job with a nonprofit often leads to financial stability, personal benefits, and a feeling of great in greater influence within your own community. So there are a lot of benefits to Become, um, becoming an employee from a volunteer. You may want to consider questions like, does the organization you volunteer for offer paid jobs? Do you qualify? How much time have you devoted to that organization? And sometimes your volunteer position may become crucial enough to be turned into a job. So as I mentioned before, you can have a career in the nonprofit sector. Working for a nonprofit organization doesn't mean you won't earn money. Many nonprofits actually pay their employees very well to perform their duties. But finding the perfect job at a nonprofit organization, like really at any company or corporation, takes a lot of searching. So, by definition, a nonprofit organization isn't owned by anyone and therefore isn't really controlled by a person or shareholders the way a normal company might. 
Generally, it's led by a director or a committee. And in these kinds of organizations, the job or job opportunities can actually be similar to those in traditional companies, administration, customer service, project and group management, team leadership, being the head or director. Obviously, these are jobs that are in every company and every organization. But if you think about it, you also need these jobs in the nonprofit organization. So the main difference might be that there aren't salespeople or a sales department at a nonprofit. Because the organization hopes to convince people to donate time or resources or be willing to volunteer rather than um, selling a certain product or earning profit. So if money needs to be earned, it's usually done through fundraising rather than sales. So one particular job could be fundraising, obviously, as I just mentioned, who would be responsible for bringing in the money that keeps the business running. Because this is such an important position and job, it's a it's a paid job in nonprofit organizations. And the average salary is about $50,680. And fundraisers would make donors feel comfortable giving money and show them that their donation is significant to the cause of the organization. So one other job might be marketing manager, planning promotions, events, and campaigns to generate awareness, which is really important for any nonprofit organization because the market manager would marketing manager would be able to create a consistent image for the nonprofit and attract donors, attract volunteers. Obviously, he or she would work with advertisers, designers, the finance department, manage communications, public relations, and a marketing manager can earn up to $115,750. So there is oh, wow. a lot of a lot of people are um, paid a lot for working at a nonprofit organization because these people are very important to the, a nonprofit organization, which isn't based off of sales. So jobs like these are definitely a huge part of nonprofits. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. Oh, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like, it's like I feel like, you know, you you always you always want to help more, and you know sometimes like you find it you might be in a difficult financial situation, right? And so you still want to help, and I feel like the job the careers that you just mentioned are really beneficial towards people who you know do have to make a living and do have to survive in the real world, but then also really really want to devote their lives to volunteering. And I think I think it's incredible that you were able to, you know, find all of these different volunteering like careers as well as talking about, you know, where you can volunteer and why you want to volunteer, because that's really the whole package, right? You've got you've got um the volunteering opportunities and then you told us how we could make a career off of that and i think that's that's brilliant thank you so much um so yeah thank you so much katie for this wonderful discussion and telling us you know how to volunteer where to volunteer and what you can really do if you want to go into volunteering as a career and so during the break guys be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org which stands for the be the star you are 501c3 literacy and positive media charity there's more information under our event uh, under events at our website at www.btsya.org i'm brigitte gia i'm maria wong Visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about our show. When we come back, we will continue our inspiring conversation on the gift of volunteerism. 
You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Maria Wong. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of volunteerism. We are here with Joven Hundle, the reporter of World Watch. Hi, Joven. Hi. Happy to be returning again to Express Yourself. Now, keeping in line with today's theme of the gift of volunteerism, I thought I'd dedicate this edition of my segment World Watch to talking about a noteworthy current event, the recent Hurricane Matthew, and what we can do to alleviate some of its effects. Now, Hurricane Matthew has directly caused billions of dollars in damage and has taken hundreds, almost a thousand lives away from us. To be precise, it's estimated that the total amount of damage exceeds over $7 billion and there are over a thousand deaths. Wow. And that latter figure of over a thousand deaths actually makes this one of the most deadly hurricanes thus far in the 21st century. However, it is disheartening to hear that it is by no means one of the deadliest natural disasters overall over the past 15 years. Hurricane Matthew is the first Category 5 hurricane here in the Atlantic in almost 10 years. And for those unacquainted with the scale, Category 5 is actually the highest the scale goes. Overall, the hurricane has directly affected tens of millions of people, ranging from... um, Central and South Florida, to Haiti, and to other places in the Caribbean. Now, with this comes the various roles that everyone can each do individually to help absorb the impacts of Hurricane Matthew. Most people certainly aren't able to just pack up and go directly to Florida to help out, but that doesn't mean that there aren't any other ways individuals can help out. For example, due to having to shift their focus onto humanitarian efforts for those affected by the hurricane, the Red Cross has actually seen too few blood donations recently. Donating blood is a simple enough activity that many people can partake in, so definitely look into this. If your blood type is O or AB, both positive or negative, you could be especially useful in providing assistance. And if your blood type A or B, your contributions will still be very useful. Furthermore, one could certainly donate to the many organizations attempting to help out during the hurricane's aftermath. However, there is two important things to note in regards to this. 
For one, while many nonprofits do accept the donation of items, this can end up actually not being as helpful as it could be to the organization because when donating items, they then have to pay for all the eventual transportation costs as well as any um, uh, quality examinations by their staff. Another point to look at in regards to donating is that it is paramount that you uh, research the nonprofit you are donating to beforehand. There are many scams operating as self-proclaimed charities, and you should definitely look into these more before you donate, as this especially occurs uh, around the time that natural disasters also occur. For example, after Hurricane Katrina happened around a decade ago, these scams popped up everywhere. Today's crowdfunding sites such as uh, GoFundMe also often host campaigns by individuals to help out during times of crisis. However, many of these are not actually insured that they actually directly go to those in need. However, with all that being said, donating to organizations working right now to help those affected by Hurricane Matthew, they do need all the help they can get. And if you are able to contribute to them in any way, this would surely be well appreciated by many. Now, with Hurricane Matthew being such a devastating occurrence for millions of people, it's only right that everyone in a position to help do so. Definitely. And, like, you know, I, 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 you know, it's just horrible how, you know, you mentioned that there are people who are taking advantage of this, this serious crisis and how, you know, they're just gleaning off people who need help and are scamming people with goodwill who are trying to donate, right? And this is horrible. And you did mention that, you know, that happened after Hurricane Katrina as well. Um, but what are, are, are there any, like, you know, positive things that happened after other natural disasters? Like, what has been the response to previous natural disasters that have happened? Well, so we've definitely seen, like, for example, after the tsunami and earthquake in Japan back in 2010, or in Haiti in 2011, we've definitely seen there being an outpouring of support um, internationally. People like are definitely um, helping to contribute in any capacity that they can. And it's actually uh, really cool to see this occurring. But however, um, uh, actually negative thing in regards to that about previous natural disasters is, for example, in the aforementioned Hurricane Katrina, um, FEMA, the uh, United States' yeah. <laughs> agency for uh, helping out with natural disasters and such, that was actually defunded just a few years, or defunded uh, hugely just a few years before Hurricane Katrina occurred. And so oh what God. we learned from that is that um, we <laughs> probably should not take that much money away from our emergency fund. <laughs> oh my um, God. Better, yeah, that rainy day fund needs to be there. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. I remember um, talking about it in APUSH, actually, and just how, with FEMA <laughs> being discontinued, yeah, um, that it actually severely affected the poor areas of New Orleans. However, it didn't really affect the French Quarter due to um, just the way it was constructed, but FEMA wasn't able to help out these impoverished areas, which was really tragic. Um, but I was also wondering, like, how do you think it differs from the reactions, whether it be worldwide or with the government, when it comes to natural disasters occurring in first world countries and in third world countries? Oh, well, so we can definitely see then that um, since uh, stuff like Hurricane Katrina have happened in uh, recent years, such as, as I mentioned before, like Haiti and Japan, as well as uh, Superstorm Sandy a few years ago, 
uh, we have, for the most part, definitely given FEMA uh, the resources it needs, especially as compared to what happened back in 2005. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so uh, I do think we have made some substantial progress on that end as we have seen that, you know, the responses to these natural disasters, there's a quick outpouring of support then. So after these natural disasters occur, we already see organizations like the Red Cross already packing up and going over there to help and receiving donations and people uh, being willing to help on that end. And so it definitely is uh, good to see something like that happening, that we have learned a little from these past disasters. No, definitely. I just find it interesting. I was reading the news recently how Haiti just um, suffered, you know, from Hurricane Matthew, but they were also still recovering from the earthquake a few years ago and about 35,000 of them were still living in shelters, you know. So just seeing sort of the disparity just from the developing countries and first world countries, um, it's just very interesting and sad to see, but... Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just it's rough. And no, what's really what's really interesting and kind of, you know, very it's not that good, but um is that humans when we hear about bigger numbers in relation to disasters, apparently they lose their impact on us. So, you know, if you're talking about maybe a war in a desolate place and you go to someone you're like, Yeah, seven million people died the, the number will lose its effect on them, which is, like, horrible, right? And so, you know, it's it's good that we have, yeah, oh, my God. But it's, it's good that we have some of these, you know, these organizations to kind of offset that and really get people going. And so I think I, I definitely also heard that donating straight cash may also be more useful to even, like, every everyday organizations like food banks. You know how people have those canned food drives, right? Yeah, uh, but apparently, you know, yeah, apparently donating uh, canned food is good, but it's not the best way to help out because, um, you know, these people that we're donating food to still have a quality of living, standard of living that they want to keep up. And, you know, it's better to donate just straight cash to food banks because they actually have deals with local farmers that get them sure. like fresh produce for cheaper. And so I think that's I think it's kind of cool that. You know, sometimes, like, there are different ways of helping that might be more or less effective. And I guess, you know, you want to help out any way you can, and that's definitely great. But there are, you know, you want to put more research into things to really find out what the best way of helping people is. And, Jovan, you definitely talked about that in your segment, where you kind of just want to be able to get aid over to people suffering from Hurricane Matthew, other natural disasters, as fast as possible. Yeah, definitely. And Jovan, going back to your segment, is there anything that we can learn from our responses to past natural disasters? Uh, for sure, actually. Uh, so, um, how so? How we were just talking about that then? So, while um, obviously, like donating stuff, like how we were talking about um, donating items, it definitely is a help to these organizations. We can learn that, like, so when. So how we were just talking about like how they might have deals with local uh, food producers and such. This could actually help out much more if you donated straight cash because then these organizations can directly choose what to do with the money. And so otherwise they might mm-hmm. have to pay extra costs, you know, transportation, um, quality assurance, yeah, things like uh, yeah. that. And, uh, and also in terms on a bigger scale, governments, we do, um, need to 
recognize that we do need a large fund lying around, essentially, for um, yeah. so that something like Hurricane Katrina does not happen again, so that the billions of dollars in damages can be absor- absorbed readily, and we won't have to face any uh, large-scale um, problems because of that. And another thing is in regards to evacuation efforts. So only about about 13 people passed away in the United States in regards to Hurricane Matthew, but over 900 in countries like Haiti. And this brings us back to how we were talking before about how the third world countries versus first world countries in response to disasters. So we could definitely, as one of the, as the premier player in the North America, the United States should definitely take on a more active role then for evacuation efforts when so many people are dying in these still developing countries. It definitely shows that there does need to be some response to that because since much less people died here in America, that means we have to be doing uh, something right there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, because we're kind of global actors, so we really do need to kind of get out there, especially as the United States, again, as you said, with like so much influence and you want to kind of push, push aid towards those in need. Definitely. And like, again, with like I, I mentioned beforehand that losing, losing impact thing and we don't want that to happen. Right. We kind of want we kind of want to really aid people instead of, you know, these numbers and like people's deaths losing impact on us once they're mentioned in big numbers and i really i really do think charities are a great way to offset that and so thank you so much joven for another great segment sadly we do have no more time um it was great talking to you thank you for being here this week and you you really raised awareness yeah you really raised awareness for what's going on right now and how we really do need to put a lot of effort into saving people from the terrible effects of Hurricane Matthew. And so thanks to Star Style Productions, (laughs) Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Matt. Thanks to our guests and reporters from around the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Maria Wong. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For more information on our creative community, go to www.btysa.org and visit our main site at www.bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, volunteer, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself